And with me on front page this morning is Anne Edwards, veteran journalist and founder of media company Anne Edwards and Co. Good morning, Anne. Hi, good morning, Shaz. How are you today? I'm good. Okay. Now, as I understand it, you have worked before with uh, Tunsi Tiasmaya. Well, um, not directly. I mean, I used to work uh, for Tun Dr. Mahathir Muhammad at the Padana Leadership Foundation. And uh-huh. she's, um, I mean, she comes around, of course, quite often. And she has an office there. So we bump into each other quite often yes. uh, during those days. So, uh, you know, there'll be a, a little banter or a chat or she'll be asking us some questions. So we get to see her quite regularly. Right. Yes. What is she like as a person, Tun Asma? Warm, kind, loving, compassionate, all the good qualities. And she's got this really nice and sweet smile. She's always smiling, oh, you know? Wonderful, yeah, wonderful. Yeah? yeah, yeah. She's really good. What is your most memorable moment uh, with Twin Dr. Siti Hasma? That is a really, really nice question because it brings me back to perhaps really a long time ago, 1992. Two actually, when we when Malaysia won the Thomas Cup, and uh, she was uh, there all cheering. You know how much she loves badminton, mm-hmm. and then she had this uh, shuttlecock as a brooch for her baju kurung, and I was one of the reporters covering Thomas Cup, and I went to, to her to get an interview as a human interest story, and I asked her why are you wearing that and all that, and she said, oh, you know, this is my most favorite brooch, Aww. and she started crying, of course, because we won the Thomas Cup. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that to me is a very memorable moment and of course there were other moments when you know she used to be at the uh, foundation and she comes back from overseas and she buys us chocolates and goodies and candies she's always so giving very generous woman oh, wow mm. and she turns 93 years old today I know unbelievable may she Long continue live yes. Tune, yeah? yes may she continue to have good health and um, wellness through the years well coming Sweet. up we're going to take a look at this headline, um, bucking global trends, Malaysians have more trust in traditional mainstream media. We'll get Anne's thoughts on that next here on Light. On front page with me this morning is Anne Edwards. She's a veteran journalist and founder of media company Anne Edwards and Co. Morning, Anne. Morning again. Okay. Just. So <laughs> Malaysians apparently trust the media more now compared with five years ago, particularly traditional media like newspapers, TV, and radio, according to a newly released study by global market research firm Ipsos. Um, this is in contrast with the global trend that shows um, trust in traditional media is low due to the prevalence of fake news and doubts mm. over the intention of media outlets. Uh, I guess, you know, this is surprising, but not so surprising, really, since GE14. Do we feel that there is more press freedom now, Anne? Well, um, Shaza, it depends from which lens uh, one looks from. Uh, from the more global and unbiased account, uh, Malaysia actually has jumped 22 places to 123 and that's the latest World Press Freedom Index. And this data was actually compiled by Reporters Without Borders. Uh, hence, uh, from 36.74 points in 2018 to 10.67 points this year. Now, this indicates that the lowest score actually gathered this year indicates that there is better press freedom nowadays than previous years. And moreover, just to share, yeah, shows that this ranking makes Malaysia the top Southeast Asian country, therefore indicating that it is better to be an investigative journalist here mm-hmm. than in any other Southeast Asian countries, you know. Wow. Ah. Well, it seems to go against international trends. Why is that so? 
Well, we have to admit that Malaysia is still very much a conservative society and viewers believe in, if not all, but most of the things that media personnel broadcasts. Mm -hmm. So Malaysians have not totally grasped uh, the concept of, or even the notion of fake news, mm -hmm. uh, if, if, you, if you look at that uh, closely. Therefore, confidence is still palpable in regards to our local journalists and also conventional media outlets. So, But that does not necessarily mean that uh, Malaysians are gullible. Yeah, It just shows that we do not follow global trends and are uh, possibly unwavered by such phenomenon. Right. Mm. Now, coming back to what you said earlier mm. about it's a good time to be an investigative journalist <laughs> here in Malaysia. I actually spoke to a veteran newsman. He said that, mm -hmm. you know, in this day and age, a lot of journalists, especially the younger ones, are going to press conference and just basically, you know, ah. uh, regurgitating stuff that, yes, yes, that is yes. given to them. Yes, and there's yes. no real investigative in this mm -hmm. whole, um, you know, journalism mm -hmm. uh, world today, especially mm -hmm. since, you know, you've got to be on 24-7, you know. Yeah, so it's definitely. simpler to just get the information from source mm -hmm. and just report it like that mm -hmm. without really investigating. Do you mm -hmm. feel that's the case today? Very much so. And that has been um, the trend for the longest time. I, I can't quite say or pinpoint exactly when but yes, I do feel the same like, you know, um, uh, during rare times when I do attend even any press conference or anything, everybody is so quiet, you know, mm -hmm. nobody really asks any questions and if they do ask, it's uh, PR re related questions. So, you know, that that entire passion to find out more or to, to dig, dig deeper deep. into yeah. the subject is just not there. Wonderful. Yeah. Well, when we come back, we'll take a look at this next head Line. Malaysia no longer under pressure from financial problems. Uh, that's what our PM has declared. We'll get Anne's thoughts on that next here on Light. On front page with me this morning, veteran journalist Anne Edwards. So Malaysia is no longer under pressure from financial problems. That's what our Prime Minister has declared. And the debt issue has been handled prudently, he says. In an interview with Bernama, the veteran polit politician said the ability to lessen the pressure on Malaysian financial situation was a notable mm -hmm. achievement of his uh, PH government since it came to power. He noted that not many countries facing a similar situation such as Malaysia would be able to address this problem. Um, and is, if it is positive growth, it will mm -hmm. help to strengthen our currency. Well, definitely it will. You know, uh, before the 14th general election, just to share with you, uh, Shaz, uh, one US dollar was a little bit more than four ringgit 50 cents. So as of yesterday, mm -hmm. I checked uh, one US dollar uh, to one uh, to Malaysian ringgit was uh, 4.11. Oh. So that's like um, quite a quite a bucking trend. Mm -hmm. This in itself is showing the constant strengthening of the ringgit and moreover, our Prime Minister Tun Mahathir will not be this engaged into alleviating this debt crisis if it would not have a positive effect onto the currency. So a strong currency will mean a more trading power with other countries. For more than eight months, the ringgit has opened up higher against the US dollar. Wow. And again, this proves that dealing with the debt issue will in fact strengthen the currency. Hence, our Malaysian ringgit is the 17th 
top currency in the world, which means that it is the 17th most traded, converted and used currency at the moment after the Korean War. Right. Mm. Okay. But if you ask the regular person out there, mm. uh, you know, how do you feel? How does your wallet feel? How do paying bills feel like <laughs> to you? You know, you'd hear a, a lot of grouses. So how will this affect the right yet, despite, you know, the, the financial pressure uh, kind of mm. lifting slightly? Mm. I think the right yet is still kind of like, hmm. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because we're so used to trying to save and trying to, you know, keep our money in the pocket. You know, yeah. cash is king. But this actually has diverse effects for the people, Shaz. Mm-hmm. Now, for those dealing into trade, a strong currency will make exports actually more expensive, as you know. So those who are into exporting merchandise, then this will definitely be a great uh, situation for them. However, this will hurt the country's trade competitiveness, meaning that other countries might not want to trade with Malaysia if what we are exporting are too expensive. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, But if, if you look at on the other side of the coin, a strong currency will make the price of import decrease. Yeah. Right. Uh, therefore, living standards can increase as consumers and firms can also benefit from lower prices of imported goods. So Malaysians who buy expensive imports... We'll see, like you and I, like you and I. No. We'll see. <laughs> Branded bags, etc. No, that's not me. <laughs> we'll see improved living standards and also greater purchasing power. You right. know, so these are the diverse effects yeah. that you will see. Once yeah. in a while, I'll, I'll, you know, treat myself to Indulge. some imported, no, no, imported potato chips. Ah. <laughs> but that's about as far as oh, I go. Oh, oh, I haven't yeah. heard that one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. What brand is that? <laughs> I'll tell you later. Okay. Well, Anne, thank you very much for your thoughts on Front Page this Pleasure. morning. Pleasure, Jasmine. Anne Pleasure. Edwards, veteran journalist.